0: For me, a key part of gardening is about the planning and preparing for the new season ahead. So, as we move through spring, I very much have summer on my mind. And for summer, it has to be bedding. Few groups of plants and flowers produce so much bloom week after week, month after month, than summer bedding. Of course, my garden borders include hardy perennials and cottage garden favourites. I'm both evergreen and flowering shrubs I can see around my garden now, but for the patio, for pots, hanging baskets, window boxes, even in flower beds, there are dozens of wonderful plants, often tender annuals or tender perennials that literally flower their socks off. There are so many different types of bedding plants you can grow through the summer. You might get your inspiration by going on to the garden centre or early in the season, you can look through the mail order catalogues and buy little plug plants and young plants by post to pot up and grow on to plant out for the summer. Over the years, I've grown many different ones. Begonias are lovely in a shaded spot in baskets at the back of my house. Begonia Sunset Shades was a favourite that flowered through from early summer right the way through to autumn. New Guinea Hybrid Busy Lizzies are good for shade. Fuchsias are lovely, Petunias, Calibricoa, Verbenas. There's a host of others. So have a look and choose the favourites for your own display. I once asked Nersham Stuart Lowen from Ball Colgraves, If he could choose the favourite bedding plants that they sell in their range, and he's really interested in the value of the plants, the most valuable plants to the nursery that they sell. And in 10th place came Antorinums, or Snapdragons, then gazanias, followed by Dianthus, or Pink's. In at number six were Verbena, and at number five, Lobelia. In fourth place came Petunias, then marigolds, followed by geranium, or more correctly pelagonium. And in top place by value to ball colgraves were busy Lizzies. Now a few years ago you might remember that busy Lizzies started suffering from a horrible disease called downy mildew that discoloured and distorted and killed off their foliage. The growers stop growing them, we stopped buying them, but then the plant breeders got to work and they bred a new range of busy lizies called the beacon range. They come in a multitude of colors and now we can grow busy Lizzies with confidence. The beacon busy Lizzies don't succumb to disease, so you can grow them in your garden for a lovely display that will last all summer. Now, when it comes to growing summer bedding in containers, I always think that bigger is better. The bigger the pot or the hanging basket will hold more compost. And that also means that you can put more plants in and the more plants means you're going to get more color and a bigger, bolder, more impactful display. So I always say to people look rather than putting a very small hanging basket outside your front door, you know a 10 inch one or a 12 inch one, if you possibly can get a really large 14 inch basket and the same on the patio. Bigger pots are much easier to look after through the summer than lots and lots of little ones with one individual plant in each one. So here on my patio I've got some really lovely chunky terracotta pots. Now When you're gardening with terracotta, I love terracotta because it looks good, it's more natural material, it's also heavier and more stable, but terracotta is a porous, breathable material and it can dry out very quickly in summer. So quite often I line the inside of the pot just with some old bits of uh, polythene from my old compost bags before I fill with compost and that I feel stops the compost from drying out so quickly. So just a little lining, cut the bags up into little squares and just line the inside of the pot, don't block the drainage holes, in the bottom of the pot. Now when you plant up your containers, you've got to choose the right compost, and you can buy compost which is specially formulated for using in patio pots and hanging baskets, but usually I will use a multi-purpose peat-free compost. That doesn't have a lot of nutrient in it, so I add an extra ingredient to keep the baskets and pots fed right the way through summer, I will mix in some slow-release fertilizer plant food. These usually come as a resin coated granule and you'll mix in the right proportion. Just look at the instructions on the packet. Mix those into the compost and they will slowly release plant food right the way through summer. Just cutting out one of those jobs I have to do, this will keep the baskets and pots fed, just saves me having to mix up and dilute some liquid feed each week. And the other thing I do to stop the compost drying out so quickly over the summer is to mix in some water retaining gel. This usually comes as a packet of dry crystals and you can mix these crystals in dry. Or you could put the crystals into a bowl, add some water, hydrate it, turn it into a gel and mix this gel into the compost instead. I like to do this because I think it helps the compost lock in more moisture over the summer, so valuable during dry weather. And when you're watering the compost, the gel also absorbs moisture and it keeps the basket display going for longer between waterings, so it won't suffer so much during dry weather. Now in terms of planting it's worth remembering that lots of the summer bedding plants we grow are not fully hardy so depending where you live you might not be able to put out your tender plants until towards the end of May even into early June. But I like to get things started so so often I'll start off planting my baskets and pots in my greenhouse Get them going during April and early May, so the plants are well established and I can move the whole pot outside end of May, beginning of June in my part of the country here in the East Midlands. If you are in a warmer district, you could move them out a little bit earlier. If it's colder, wait a little bit longer. I know these pots, once they're planted, can be quite heavy, so if you really can't manage that, then leave the pot in position on your patio wait till the weather conditions in your part of the country are free from frost and then you can plant them up with bedding plants. So I get my pots planted, get them outside into position end of May into early June and one other thing I do to make watering easier through the summer is I stand lots of my pots in saucers and that means they' are water watering the bedding through the summer. I can water from the top I can let the water drain down to soak the compost. It will collect in the saucer, and I always on hot days leave that saucer topped up to the brim with water, and the pot will slowly take the water up through in the day, and it just acts as a reservoir, keeps the display going for longer. In hanging baskets, lots of things you can do there to help them retain moisture, and the main thing to do just when you're planting up your baskets, is to put a big saucer in the base of the basket. Even if you just make a little bit of a dip in a saucer with some uh, tin foil or something like that, that just acts a little bit of reservoir. So there's always, once you've watered, a reservoir of water left to keep the plants going that little bit longer during those hot summer days. I've just stepped inside my greenhouse and I try and grow a lot of my bedding plants on in the warmth of the greenhouse to get them to a really good size before I put them out in the garden. I've got one of my hanging baskets here hanging up in the greenhouse, had uh, Pelargoniums, Drainiums in it last year, lovely white flat variety. I just left the basket hanging in my unheated greenhouse over the winter, it dried out but then probably as we move from February into March, March into April, I just give a little bit more water and the geraniums have come back into flower. I've got some white-flowered ones in this pot, which are burgeoning with bloom now, and I've interfilled around it with a a lovely contrasting purple-flowered, nemesia, which will trail over the sides of the basket. So I've got the geraniums through the winter. I've just topped up the display with some new plants this year. Some of the Pelagoniums or Drainiums that I've bought in the garden centre this year, rather than buy them later and plant them up in pots on the patio to get instant colour there, I've potted them up. I've just moved them into a pot one size bigger. And my plants are probably in about a four and a half inch or five inch pot starting to produce flowers now and these will be really robust well-rooted plants to put out in their final position in the garden or to plant up as much larger plants into the patio pots for the summer. Now one phrase you might have heard gardeners use over the years is a term called hardening off and that really means acclimatizing slightly tender plants to the colder conditions outside. Now Lots of the bedding plants you buy in garden centres might have already been hardened off to some degree, particularly if they're outside in the display stands when you buy them. Otherwise, if you're buying plants early in the year and you've been growing them under cover, it's certainly worth getting them used to those cooler outdoor conditions in stages over the course of maybe a couple of weeks. And that might mean just opening the doors of the greenhouse every morning so that the conditions a little bit cooler, moving the trays of plants outside into the sun on a nice day and then back in at night to protect them if the weather gets cold or putting those plants into a cold that you can close up at night to provide slightly warmer more protected conditions. It's the frost you're trying to avoid when conditions get down to just a degree or so above freezing or even completely frosted. Here in the East Midlands where I live, I had a night frost last night towards the end of April. If I'd left any bedding plants, any tender plants outside, they might well have been damaged in the frost. So keeping them under cover, but getting them used to the conditions outside bit by bit over the course of several weeks means that once we get through to the middle or end of May, those plants would have been acclimatised to your cooler outdoor conditions. And then once they're left outside permanently, you've put the hang baskets up onto their hooks outside the house and you've got the pots on the patio, those plants will flourish.